Welcome to Change. It's all about the choice podcast. I am Gabby, your host, founder of Gabby Inspires. I empower people of all ages to embrace change. I am a motivational speaker, coach, and workshop leader. I know you are unique. And I will offer in each episode humor and skill building tools that will enable you to make the right choice so you too can embrace change. Hello and welcome to Change. It's all about the choice. I'm Gabby. Today's podcast is about a choice, a choice I'm making to honor my mother. So let's get started. It is May and two very exciting things happen in May. One is Mother's Day, two is my birthday. And this year they fall on the same day. This is special to me because that also happened the year I was born. Yes, I was born on Mother's Day. I believe that's why this podcast is so important to me. I want to thank my mother for giving me life And I also believe this woman deserves a tribute. Before I begin, I need to give you a little background on my story and my mother's life. A few years ago, I had an assignment from Toastmasters to read a short story out loud at our next meeting. And I found this story and it was written by Janice Thornton. I wanted to make it my story, a story about my mother and me. I did use her story as an outline and I used a couple of her words and phrases because they were so spot on. So I want to thank you Janice Thornton. Now I want to tell you about this tribute to Anna Zafrell on Mother's Day. And I want everyone to know how proud I am to be her daughter and to have been born on Mother's Day. A little bit about my mother. My mother was a first-generation child of Polish immigrants. She was one of 17 children, and her oldest sister stayed in Poland. At the age of 14, she started working, cleaning houses in Pittsburgh. She stayed there all week and walked home most weekends, and it wasn't a short walk. She married my dad at age 17, and he was 24. And they had 10 children, seven boys and three girls. I'm number nine. She was an amazing woman. Now here's my story, my tribute to Anna Zachro. The title is My Mother's Face in the Mirror. You look just like your mother. I've heard that all my life. Yes, it was one of my earliest memories. I know I must have only been about three years old. And I remember it especially happening after Sunday Mass. All of Mom's lady friends from the Christian Mothers Group would come up to me and bend down and squeeze my little cheeks and say those words. I will never forget that feeling as it welled up inside my tiny chest. How proud I was that someone thought I looked like my mommy. I stood taller. Oh, yes, I thought she was beautiful. Oh, as I grew older, I guess I grew less and less excited about looking like her. But everyone continued to say it time after time. 
you look just like your mom. By the time I was eight, I wasn't thrilled. My mom was like a brick wall standing between the me I was forced to be and the me I wanted to be. I did not like those six words at all. Then, by the time I was into my teenage years, when someone mentioned the likeness, I wanted to scream, no, I don't look like her, I look like me. Our relationship was turbulent. Over the next 30 years, the only thing we had in common was our differences. That was most evident in our generation gap. For example, in the 60s, while I was in my room grooving to the Beatles and the Stones and maybe contemplating going to San Francisco while wearing a flower in my hair, my mother was listening to Frankie Yankovich and dancing the polka around the dining room table. Oh, I was mortified. And in the 70s, I married and moved into my own home. But she never missed a chance to admonish me about my housekeeping and cooking skills. After all, she reminded me, she taught me better. In the 1980s, when women's roles were evolving from the traditional housewife to independent entities responsible for their own livelihood and happiness, Mom and I were at odds over my choice to divorce and my cavalier attitude in having the financial security of a husband. Throughout those years, if she said black, I would say white. If I said black, she would say white. And so it went. Our relationship revolved around superficial issues. Too bad we dealt with them like children bickering, nitpicking, and competing. Never in all those years did the thought occur to me, and I'm sure it didn't occur to mom either, that a time was approaching when we would be forced to cast our differences aside and respond to one another with mutual respect and to demonstrate the love and grain deep in our hearts. That time came shortly after my father passed away. I was not aware of how much dad protected mom. I knew she had some memory loss, but mom had dementia. That's when everything changed. Without dad to be with mom 24 hours a day, she became quite feisty, a little bundle of mischief. It became difficult to keep an eye on her, the one thing she did not forget was how to get her point across. And she was not shy about critiquing my cleaning and cooking skills. Then, to add to her problems, her eyesight was going. She now had macular degeneration. This is when I knew there would be no more bickering. There wasn't time. And I realized there never had been time. Mom's last years were chaotic with all her requests, her demands, and her everyday care. Yet through it all, my mother maintained her pride and dignity, two very important qualities I had arrogantly overlooked 
in all those years of squabbling. I should have realized that the clock that was measuring her life was approaching the midnight hour. On that last night, she was at my house. I remember it well. It was a Monday night. Monday night was a family dinner night at my house, and my mom, my daughter, and my grandchildren, my husband were always there. Mom usually made these evenings very entertaining while she evaluated my housekeeping and my cooking skills. That never ended. But by now, it just rolled off my back and we went on with dinner. But this Monday night, when she walked into the house, she stopped, looked around, and told me how beautiful my house looked. Then, to top it off, she told me dinner was delicious. It was only later that I realized that was her last gift to me. She gave me a beautiful night I will always remember. On Wednesday, Mom suffered a major heart attack. As I sat by her hospital bed, I was so glad that we had made our peace. I like to think that her soul left her tired, worn out body and she felt whole again, free of pain. And that she took a last look at me and saw the traces of herself that she was leaving behind. I like to think she knew that my feelings for her had come full circle. 19 years have passed and I still miss her. She visits me sometimes in my dreams and assures me she is still nearby. But I have found that when I want to see her, I don't have to wait for sleep. I can simply turn to the closest mirror. The reflection looking back at me may be mine but the face I see is my mother's. I see that and I stand a little taller. Happy Mother's Day, Anna Zachrell. I will always love you and miss you. Thanks everyone for listening to my podcast and I hope you all enjoy Mother's Day. Hey friends. It's that time again, time to say farewell for this episode. Thanks for listening to Change. It's all about the choice podcast. Please subscribe and leave a review. I would love to hear from you. Invite me to speak to your group or hold a workshop. Go to my website at gabbyinspires.com or text me at 724 524 Three, four, six, four. What do you want to change? It is your choice. I will see you in two weeks. In the meantime, be sure to check out my other episodes. Farewell.